Femininity is powerful in all its forms, exceptional women. Rare girls must be appreciated in every way for their perspectives, actions, thoughts, and their unique ways of being. Such rare girls are inspiring, and this is what this podcast is all about. Hello, my name is Aziz, and my guest today is Valeria Murinska. Valeria is a foreign languages student at Taras Shevchenko National University of Kiev, Ukraine, learning Italian, French, and English. Valeria just can't live without music. She plays the piano and sings. She is also into reading and organizing events. She participated in various educational competitions and Olympiads, where as well as being a class prefect before in her school and the president of the student government. Valeria is a tutor teaching Ukrainian and English languages, and she dreams of becoming a journalist and having the opportunity to tell the world about how special and amazing Ukraine is. Valeria, how are you today? Hi, I'm fine. Thank you. And how are you? I'm feeling positive, I'm feeling happy and glad to be alive, and very curious about you. So I'll begin with this simple question, which is, if your friends were to describe your personality, what would they say about you? Okay, interesting question. So first of all, I think that they would say that I'm responsible uh, in the first place, because I am kind of mom of the company and I'm always watching and caring for them. Also, I think, I hope that uh, they will say that I'm kind and always ready to help them and also funny. I love that. I don't know how that translates to different parts of your life, but are you like the mommy of your students when you're tutoring them as well? And why would that be important in a teacher? Of course, uh, first of all, I want to say that when you are a teacher, uh, you should build the right relationship between you and your students. And first of all, it should be like a teacher and student. And uh, um, as to mom to the company uh, and also to students, it's because you feel responsible for them. So. And also some of them are, for example, passing some very important exams in their lives. And you are always trying to support them, know how are they and listen some stories about their lives to understand them better. So that is why it's so important. Thank you. And why did you choose those languages that you're interested in learning? I mean, I can understand English since it's an international language but why italian why french what's the story behind that it was kind of spontaneous decision actually when i was chosen uh, italian uh, but uh, a year ago i was 
like obsessed with Italian culture and uh, I also have relatives in Italy and uh, I was traveling to Italy. I stayed there for a couple of months and I just fell in love with the country, uh, with people, with the culture and also uh, last year uh, when the Eurovision uh was and uh, the italian group monoskin won this i also got inspired by them so that's why i decided to choose italian and the french uh because it's like all romanian languages and it's just like the second language that i am supposed to learn while studying on this speciality that's wonderful i mean it seems to me that you're a very mature person who is, like you said, very responsible and you have a lot of deep thoughts and you take care of your friends. Are you more of the extroverted kind who is popular and has like 100 friends or are you more introverted and you have like two or three, you prefer to stay with a few people, etc.? It's kind of a difficult question because I am kind of both extroverted and introverted person because as to my friends I have a few of close friends and I like spend time with them that's I that's why I can say that I am an introvert but I am always open to meet new people I feel comfortable in big companies and I'm always looking forward to meeting new friends Yes, I think that's also related to your love for organizing events. Is this correct? Yeah. Thank you. And tell me about music. It seems to be a different part of you. For me, I believe music is like nutrition for the soul. How did you discover your love for playing the piano? What's the story? And how important is it in your life? When I was six, my parents decided that I should go to music school and uh, that I should learn to play the piano. And the interesting part of this is that I hated it at the first time. So the first uh, two or three years uh, were very difficult and I just want to quit it and to forget about music at all and I was always arguing with my parents about how it's it is not important in my life at all and just take time that I should be uh, gathering with my friends or doing some other things and then uh, I don't know it was so sudden I just realized that I am playing with the pleasure I'm going to every class with the biggest pleasure in the world and I like I like participating in different concerts and also competitions and I adore my teacher and after that, after I finished my um, piano classes, I also decided to sing. So I continued to study in a music school and it was my own decision, not my parents' decision. Thank you. And it seems that people like you spoke about adoring your teacher, etc. are an important part of the music and of your performance so when you sing or play the piano the pleasure is it mostly because you're enjoying it personally even if you did it alone on the top of a mountain or is it that you know you're you know making some other people feel happy or proud etc that adds to the pleasure of the experience I guess both of these variants because uh, first of all, but first of all, I think that you are playing, you are singing for yourself. It's important for your 
state for your soul and uh, uh, the second part of that is you are trying to show something to other people show your different emotions tell about life because music it's not not only about notes and different lyrics these lyrics always bring something that you want to say to this world so both of these options Thank you. And can you describe a day typically right now in your life? When do you wake up? How do you organize your day? What do you do to take care of your mental health, to be productive, etc.? Um, so, first of all, I want to say that I am not kind of morning person, but I understand, totally understand that uh, it's better to wake up earlier. So, usually I wake up like at 9 a.m., then it's a part of morning procedures and then I cook breakfast for myself and always, always it's a radio or my phone playing in the kitchen. So uh, I'm trying to bring myself some good mood, be in a good mood and music always helps me in that. Uh, then I am preparing for my classes at university uh, because I'm studying not in the morning. I'm studying from uh, 1 p.m. to like 6 or 7 p.m. So in the morning I'm studying, preparing my homework, then I have classes. Uh, but my schedule is very different and it's always changed and also i have lessons with my students it can be in the morning or in the evening they are online lessons and i'm always happy to see them to speak with them uh, then i am usually dedicating time for myself i read a book or watch some series uh, and uh, at night i think uh, i have also one two hours to read something uh, for my university to prepare some works and uh, at 11 p.m i guess i go to bed that's really interesting and i want to know did your routine and life now change so much compared to before february 24th how was that day for you of the invasion how did you hear about uh, the war getting closer. Tell me the story of that day and how your life changed since that moment. We live in the center of city. That's important because um, usually we um, are not surprised by loud sounds or something like this because there are always some parties and teenagers gatherings and cars are always there. So, but uh, and also fireworks so we have uh, plenty of them sometimes but uh, one night me and my brother just heard something strange and first of all we thought it was really they were really fireworks uh, because we kind of got used to that sounds and after a, mu a few minutes we realized that it is too loud my brother just uh, looked at me and he, he was like explosions i at first actually didn't understand and i wasn't uh, ready to hear that and to fully process that then we looked to our telegram and understood that 
the war begins, we woke up our parents and uh, we immediately started to pack our things. I also have a small sister. She was like two years old when this happened. And it, I was trying to tell her what is happening really. I was like, um, we are going to have a car road so everything is fine because I really didn't want to explain to her what is really happening and I didn't want to understand uh, for understanding for her I didn't expect understanding for her she's like two years old and it's hard to explain to this uh, girl that there are bombs so we packed our stuff and uh, we were trying to move to another place because uh, there is a safer place uh, in the west of Ukraine uh, where my father is from so we have a apartment there and we were trying to get there but the problem is that in Kiev in that day was so many cars so it was just barely possible to get out of the city and we spent night um, also in Kiev, but not in our apartment. And then finally, the next day, by sounds of explosions, we managed to uh, get out of the city and uh, we spent uh, um, a month in the west of Ukraine in a small city called Redovilev. And then we um, go went to Italy and also spent there four months. And actually, I got back home just uh, two weeks ago. I understand. That's really like a lot of action, like, and a lot of adventure. How did you change in your psychology or personality during these six months? Did you begin to appreciate every moment even more? Were you before more of a workaholic? Now you're both a workaholic and someone who tries to enjoy the evenings or different periods of the weekend and more time with friends or it just made you think there is like so many bad things in the world or how did it affect your mental health your understanding of the world and your psychology i have different very different feelings and emotions about this situation of course it was fear because so many great people died because of this war so many children and women and innocent people uh also it was anger anger because i saw just how had this happened how could the world be so dangerous and violent place so i had these thoughts also and how do people can be so violent and cruel but about appreciation life of course and i think a lot of people um understood that uh, we were complaining about many different things in our lives we were always saying that something is bad something should be different and now i understood that it was kind of perfect life and to be perfect, it's enough to have your family, your friends in a safe place and being in your native city and being able to safely just walk around or do some 
just uh, simple things like waking up, going to a, for a walk, meeting your friends, studying, just simply studying at university. And uh, I all, all the time that I was in Italy, I was thinking only about returning home. And uh, I just understood that Uh, home it's not only about people that are around you but also about like a place a certain place where you should be and for me it's my native city i like that and since you are someone who traveled to many places and speaks so many languages which is very connected to culture how would you explain to foreigners who are ukrainian people what is Uh, Ukraine's culture and how different is it both from other parts of Europe and of course from Russia? I think uh, the whole world understands it now that Ukrainians are the most bravest, are the bravest people in the world and uh, I was so impressed and it was so touching when I saw so many volunteers and also kids that are trying to help. It's like not um, a number, like 45 million of people. It's like all these people are family now and they always were and this situation actually shows how united we are and how brave, how kind and always ready to help our people. As to Russian people, actually, I even don't want to say something and to explain something because it's just they are people with their, without their own thoughts and without their own opinions. They just couldn't say something from their point of view. They are listening to stupid TV shows and to stupid news and they are just not able to process their own thoughts and try to react to the situation. They are even laughing about other people telling them that people are being killed in Ukraine and their ch- children and women. And uh, uh, they are not brave. They are not brave enough to show Uh, something uh, for their government to show something they could just stand against their government. They're just unable to do it. And uh, they they even don't think that uh, it's war happening in in Ukraine, a special operation, as they called it. I understand that. And that's absolutely sad, really. I'm happy you are in your country, you are at home, that you know, Ukraine is standing still and that all I hope for is peace, victory, and all I can say is Slava Ukraini. Heroem Slava. Thank you, Valeria. This was my privilege, my honor, such a wonderful way to understand more about you and share more about your life and your story. And I wish you a great day. Thank you very much. It was also a pleasure for me. Mm-hmm.